0: we Are recording? Yeah, we're recording. Okay. Is it on? It's on! Uh, it's on, Grandma! <laughs> Welcome, dear listeners, to another episode of Manifested Drama, the podcast that unpacks the hilariously chaotic world of parenting for geriatric millennials.
1: That's right, folks. We're your hosts, Missy and Amy, and we're here to discuss the ups and downs and all-arounds Of raising kids while navigating the wild landscape of pop culture.
0: So grab your avocado toast, you, and your reusable water bottle. Because we're diving headfirst into the world of parenting in the age of memes and nostalgia.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It says, so we have a script in it that says laughter. laughter. (laughs) (laughs) So each week, we'll tackle a different parenting topic. Topic from toddler temper tantrums or teenage
0: temper tantrums, or teenage temper tantrums,
1: raising teenagers to teaching your kids the importance of 90s sitcoms.
0: And don't worry, we'll also be delving into the latest pop culture trends because who says you can't binge watch Netflix and potty train at the same time? You can, or you can also watch Netflix and pee
1: at the same time.
0: Because I know, wow, that's what phones are for. That is why they gave us apps. So our
1: goal is to make you laugh, make you cry, make you cry from laughing so hard, hopefully, and maybe even Mm -hmm. learn a thing or two about surviving parenting when you're a geriatric millennial, which we are because we're 41.
0: We are. And 42.
1: So whether you're dealing
0: with diaper blowouts or peeing your pants when you sneeze. Or debating which streaming service to subscribe to next. We've got you covered. So tune in every
1: week, probably Monday. And we don't have a schedule yet. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes life happens. Sometimes it does happen, but we travel Monday. For some parenting wisdom, pop culture hilarity, and a whole lot of manifested drama.
0: And then we have music. So I'm gonna
1: go do 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 we'll get music eventually. Thanks
0: for joining us on manifested drama presenting geriatric millennials in pop culture. Let's get this episode started. I'm
1: gonna do 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 just from now on intro. I think it's awesome.
0: I'm Figuring some shit out, my dude. I know. It's almost as if we have the capacity to learn new stuff.
1: Like we've not been doing this for, like we're on month four at this point. Can you believe it?
0: I think we're we ready? still have the. Uh, we I think we're still operating under the uh, the guise of uh, plausible deniability. But quite uh-huh. quite frankly, and I think that I have proven this many times: is if I'm properly motivated, I can do anything. The chef. <laughs> I'm not
1: <laughs> with. Really, I'm drinking water because it's Wednesday, and I don't live the same kind of party lady life that Amy lives. Because I'm a real fucking. Boring. Is it?
0: Is it? Is it Wednesday or is it Wine's Day? I had wine, maybe,
1: but then I would just be hungover tomorrow, probably.
0: You know, what you could do. Um, you get some silver tequila. There's no. Te- there's no calories in tequila. There's no carbs in vodka. Yeah, yeah that's true. Diet I'm Coke and pretty. vodka with a lime. That's yeah. my keto jam.
1: I'm not doing that seventy five day challenge anymore because I um don't want to. So I'm back. Valid really. reason. Yeah. Valid reason. I figured I was like, okay, I have a Halloween party to go to, we have Thanksgiving to go deal with, and we have Christmas and I just yeah. I have like by what, like Thursday, I think I didn't do my two day workout. Friday didn't work out at all. But I did go to the gym. Like I've been to the gym every day since like Saturday. So I can at least
0: say that. Good job. You know? Yeah. Good job. So I have a little bit of um a, a exciting news. Tell me, tell me. Okay, so I I checked something off my bucket list. What is it? Um. So you know we we I was I was not necessarily raised. I wasn't raised necessarily like we weren't wealthy, but yeah. we weren't necessarily like po po. Yeah. And um. So yesterday I rode a city bus for the very first okay. time. In my life, all by myself, yeah, mm-hmm. and I didn't die. I mean,
2: why? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <have> the car. <laughs> <laughs> well, what happened was, um, no, Eric, got, Eric got a new job, and uh, mm-hmm. he needed to take the car to his like first day orientation kind of thing. Okay, so
1: yeah, Is this the one so, with the company truck, indeed. Congratulations to him and to you. I know mm. that's a
0: big weight lifted, right? Big, big relief. I mean, it won't be like an immediate kind of like, like exhale yeah, of, you know, the, or, or loosening of the purse strings, but it's, it's definitely a step in a huge step in the right direction. So we're all very, very happy about it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Cause
1: that's one of those that I know, so, you know, we don't, we try to talk about like real life grown up myths and sometimes bills happen and.
0: This is like a
1: mm-hmm. big
0: blessing for you guys. It was awesome, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So, anything new in your life, kiddo?
1: Um, my mom's fake cancer is back.
0: The fake oh. cancer is back. Yeah, Did the fake course. chemo not take? Well, the fake chemo must not have taken.
1: Was so was.
0: He...
1: Voldemort got diagnosed with fake ovarian cancer after having had a hysterectomy last November, right? Um, mm-hmm. So my cousin reaches out to me, I think like mid last week, and was like, um, we talked to her. And I was like, no, we don't talk to Bruno, right? To uh, or about or, them. Or anyway. <laughs> um, And so she sent me a screenshot of like my birth giver basically talking about how her local oncologist kind of, not necessarily misdiagnosed, but didn't comprehensively diagnose because she went to MD Anderson, which, if you don't know, is like a big cancer specialist hospital in Houston. So she went to this. Yeah, oncologist. one of the best. The oncologist was like, um, "This, what he's telling you is not driving." So supposedly, she was told she had like stage one or stage two or some shit like that. Um, there's no like stage one, I guess it's like two, three, four. I don't know how you get to two without one. Um, she was supposed to have had chemo and all this bullshit. She was told it wasn't treatable by chemo, which I think is complete bullshit. I, I haven't heard yet in my life of a cancer that's not treatable by chemo or some kind of treatment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, she was supposed to be having like quarterly MRIs being, she could be treated by chemo. Um, nobody has done any updated blood work. But she did say in her Facebook post that nobody could tell her if her cancer has advanced. But her blood work says no, that it has not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she gives life expectancy. So me and my dude, my friend Dion, we were, of course, fact finding, fact finding mission. Because, you know, I would assume my family bullshit drama. So literally, obviously, the world. And he, we were like, uh, this makes no sense. Like it was like a fucking short ass Google away. Like, bitch, come on. So that's that's my life right now. That's a good time.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean I guess maybe she's operating under the guise that if it happened on Facebook, it actually happened. So yes. that's why it's on Facebook.
1: Made sure to mention in her Facebook post that she had to talk to her children, um, first before she posted on Facebook and I was like, Well, she didn't talk to me. So, but didn't leave a message. I, didn't get a text message. Me. Literally blocked everything. So that's like me. <laughs> um,
0: so your brother. Your brother yeah. is who she talked to. <laughs> like, he,
1: he didn't text me until like 4.30. So it leads me to believe like with a bunch of other stuff with this saga that it's been stuff that he has seen on Facebook. I just think it's mm-hmm. I'm like if my family were not a fit Joe, what kind of show would we be? So. Yeah, that's my like
0: circus show, of Circus of the Stars. You remember that show, Circus of the Stars, I like Miss Circus of the Stars.
1: So, anything? What's new with Sp- you besides Eric's
0: job? How's your week then? Um, my week has been, I mean, pretty uneventful. Besides, I mean, except for my, my 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 field trip to the bus.
1: Yeah,
0: my field trip from work to home. It was fine. Um, you know, I I I grew up in like we didn't have public transit where I lived public transit was something that existed on in the inner city and um, homeless people and drug addicts rode the bus because they were homeless and drug addicts. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, and just, it was never, and I'm sorry that my privilege is showing it's, I I grew up in a a privileged life. I, 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 like I said, was not wealthy growing up, but definitely I recognized in my adult years that I grew up with a certain amount of privilege. And one of those privileges was that I never had to take a city bus anywhere. I was just driven or I rode my bike, you know? Yeah. Yeah or yeah everywhere.
1: I've never, I've um, never ridden a city bus either. So yeah, for same bus.
0: Well, it's definitely an experience. Um, there was a vast array of different characters on the bus. Um, it wasn't an unpleasant experience. I got the little pull the little the little chain when I wanted to get yeah. off and everything. I mean, and I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, yeah. So it was fun. Yeah, it wasn't a bad experience, and um, I was kind of look forward to doing it again today. But Eric got off in time to pick me up it from work today, up. so I didn't yeah. have to. But it's nice to know that until he has his mm-hmm. work truck that he's able to bring home, that we have that that alternative to getting me from work to from work to home.
2: For sure.
0: Um, and the bus stop is only about like maybe. Yesterday I said it was a mile. It's not a mile. I'm being dramatic. It was maybe a half mile if I'm really, really like pushing it. Um, but you know, it's a little bit exercise. The weather here is really beautiful right now. So I get a little bit of exercise and some fresh air and I'm kind of looking forward to it. If I'm, if I'm being Mm -hmm. honest, it's a, it's a change that I was very anxious and nervous about, but that I think I'm, I'm probably going to be okay with until it rains, until I have to walk to the bus and sit in the rain until, until the bus gets there. And then I will have absolutely nothing good to say about it.
1: (laughs) We first moved to Houston, we've always <laughs> up until probably like the last five years been like a one car family. So when we first mm-hmm. moved to Houston, Kevin had to ride the bus to and from work. Um, and it was probably like a sometimes like forty five minutes, sometimes hour plus kind of thing. And I as you can imagine with like big city like Phoenix same with Houston, it was probably all kinds of characters. Um there for his mm-hmm. viewing plus, but he just like, he would just watch a bunch of shit on his phone and just kind of mm-hmm. avoid people.
0: There are a lot of school kids that um ride the city buses to and from like there's, cause all of our school, all of our school districts have open enrollment. So you can yeah. live in one district and like drive across town to the school that you go to, as long as you get in on the open enrollment. Um. Oh, I so can see that. Yeah, that was uh, I was, it was, was having a lot of fun. It's great people watching too. Like yeah. I was, you know, could see the the lady with oh, her right. Walmart bags, and I'm just like, oh, I can see she's got bananas and some soup. She she took herself to the store, and so yeah. um, so I was just, it's good people watching. You know, yeah. I, I I got to make up little stories and little narratives in my head about about the different passengers on the bus. That so it was, it, yeah, yeah, it was fun
1: until like you know.
0: They start bothering
1: you. I think you know.
0: Yeah, I'm sure that if I ride it long enough, I will eventually get a crazy person, or you know, something will happen. Something, somebody, somebody will have a, a, an emotional outburst or something. But while I was waiting for the bus, I had a kindergartner, and by kindergartner, I mean he's probably 11 or 12 years old. Mm-hmm. I was just great- sitting there, you know running, scrolling through my phone. And I was and this car rolls past me and the window rolls down and this little pissant with a, a silk sleeping bonnet and a hoodie on leans out of the window, starts snapping his fingers at me saying, excuse me, miss, can I talk to you for a second?
1: And I oh, looked no. up at him
0: like, no, you can call me in 30 years. And I could hear everybody in the car just laughing and howling oh, as they drove funny. past. It was so funny. <laughs> they are not expecting <laughs> that at all. No. <laughs> you picked the wrong white girl. I got yeah, a sassy mouth exactly. and I hung out in the hood. I right. <laughs> We know how it's going. Yeah. hmm So you want to get I'll try to play to... them hood games
1: with me. Yeah, don't play that shit with me because I, I mean, for one, like either, even hanging out in the hood, like- we just have a quick comeback. Like, you know, you can't mess up mm-hmm. a young girl, right? Mm-hmm. So I have a, like Absolutely. my little list. We have some big topics today. We do. We do have some big topics. And so this week was National Daughters Day. Is there mm-hmm. like always those national days that you see where it's like National Hot Dog Day, National Fucking Taco Day. So this week we had, I think it was like yesterday or the day before, it was National Daughters Day. Mhm. Well, you know, we have both discussed a little bit that we don't we have biologically female children, but we also have non binary children who were born biologically females. And mm-hmm. I did not post anything for National Daughters Day because of that, right? Um mm-hmm. and and you know, like in a couple of days it's gonna be National Sons Day and I kind of was like, Well, I can't not post one and then post the other two because that's kind of not fair. But it was like one of those I'm mm-hmm. like, can we can we can I get like a day where it's like, or am I allowed to go happy, like biologically female child day? day? What do you think about that?
0: Um, well, I actually, like, I've had this conversation with V and, Mm -hmm. um, I asked them, I was just like, you know, it's, it's difficult when I talk about, you know, like I have a son and I have a fill in the blank. And I was just like, you know, do you like, are you like, okay with me still calling you my daughter or like, is there a different word that, you know, cause I'm, I'm very cautious about the verbiage that I yeah. use. And, um, and they said that they are cool with me calling them my daughter. Right. Um, but as far, but I don't know how, how Riley or Kit is Kip.
2: We're is right Kip now?
0: In. Okay. We're right. Sorry. <laughs> Um, I don't know how Rylan feels about that, but it seems to me that if a you have a non-binary child, you should be able to do for both. Agreed. Yeah. Why not?
1: Yeah. yeah. I think. Um. So with Ry, like we talked about with V, like V has said they are a dummy girl as of late, right? Mm-hmm. So Rye yeah, as of late, 18. yeah. Um decided this summer that they no longer wanted to wear pants. Um so they've been wearing skirts mm-hmm. all summer and says so that genius. Um don't even wrong that fucking because I do the same thing. I will wear a skirt or I will wear a dress when I don't want to wear actual pants. Fucking genius, right? But friends and family, um, I didn't take the approach that you did. Like you were very proactive for your child and whenever V wanted to be non binary, change your name from Charlie to V. You went on Facebook and you made an announcement. I have kind of, um, like, I'll tell people, like, hey, this is what their choice is, and they want to be they, them, but then, like, I find often um, they, in front of of Ryland, like, use the the pronouns she and her, and I, Mm -hmm. now that Ryland is 18, because I have been the one that's been like, they, they, them, they, you're 18 now, Um, we've been doing this non-binary journey with you for the last, like, four or five years. You have to be your own advocate as well, right? Yeah, um, and they don't, and so that's kind of where we are. Is like sometimes it's real easy to slip up and say, She, I kind of think that, um, how do say this about sounding a fucking asshole? I think that this is not like a permanent choice, or not choice, but I don't think this is a permanent kind of. Mm-hmm. I think it's an ever-evolving, like, I've I've said it time again, I don't want them to check that one box. I Mm -hmm. want them to try all 31 flavors. I want them to, but it does kind of make it, like, a little bit when it's, like, well, you are my daughter, but you're not my daughter. You're my child. Like, I, like, with you guys, I have a son, and this is my youngest child, V. Like, I always try to say I have two boys, and then my oldest child is Ryland. Like, I try to to be, like, I have a girl, and two boys is really where I'm kind of at now, just out of respect because I'm also to the point of like you need to speak and advocate for yourself. Like it is no longer my oh, for responsibility, sure. you know. So I just thought it was kind of like an interesting way to think and I was telling my friend Rachel about it because um, she was asking me, you know, oh, I say she, what should I say? And I said she's comfortable and she like you say she to her and continue to say she to her until she tells you no, Miss Rachel, please call me day it's kind of how I told her. Mm-hmm. I was like, now it's to the point where, um, like this is this is what you are accustomed to, and that's just that's me, and that probably makes me an asshole, and I'm probably something thinking that somebody's throwing me like, oh, you're a shitty mom. But that's, I mean, that's kind of how I'm feeling lately,
0: you know? No, I don't. I think that anybody that calls you a shitty mom doesn't understand the situation because I've gone through the same kind of evolution with V because we started off at like we were hard hard-nosed, hard-lined, non-binary. And, yeah. and, but as they've kind of grown up a little bit, because we're going into like almost year three, um, they have decided that um, they are a little more female presenting because of kind of like the aesthetic that they've like adopted, which is kind of like yeah. this K-pop goth type of like anime, anime goth. I don't know how to display, they, they wear, we shop at Hot Topic. I'll just say that. Yeah. yeah. That's um, where you're but <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I'm absolutely living my best life. Every time they say I need new clothes, I'm like, let's go to Hot Topic. But it, um, it's, it, I think that, I think that Ryland is in, a, a, and I, you know, I don't know Ryland and I, I can't speak to their truth, but <laughs> From my perception, based on my experience, I feel like they're just, they're just trying to find themselves mm-hmm. and they don't know where they fit on the spectrum or where mm-hmm. they fit in the world. And so they, because like when you're like in that like 12 to like 20 kind of age, you are craving that yeah. Placement, like where do I belong? Am I a preppy person? Am I a goth person? Am I a mm-hmm. nerdy person? Am I queer? You know, am I whatever? And it's there's so many options now that mm-hmm. I think they're just trying to maybe pick a little bit from each little box and maybe they're just kind of piecing together their own unique personality and their own kind. unique yeah. identity. But I agree with you. If you're not 100% sure, don't check a box. You know, mm-hmm. try everything. You know, the world is your oyster, kiddo. Just make sure you use hot sauce.
1: That is, I mean, for real, Because oysters. Are <laughs> really cool. But um, that's why I try, like, they have a certain set of friends that they are all, um, like, transgender, queer. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, too because my child is not as headstrong as their mother. Um, I think that they put themselves in a box with with some of their friends. And I think that it's come to where they don't want to speak up and say, "Mm, this is kind of where I'm feeling today. And I think that's one thing that every time that I have been pushed, like, fuck, like being normal, like, fuck, choosing one thing, choose all of the things I've gotten like extreme pushback, but like, we go from the, you know, prom dress shopping, I feel so pretty, blah, 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 hmm. to I'm not girly, I don't want to do this, I'm wearing jeans and a t-shirt, you know?
0: Right, and weird. maybe they maybe they just need to, like, maybe it just needs to, like, click in their brain mm-hmm. that some days it's okay to wear jeans and a t-shirt. And yeah. some days it's okay to, you know, feel like you want to be a little more girly and little, you know, maybe wear a dress. I don't wear a dress every day. Mm-hmm. I consider myself to be a female. I am hardline female. And I wear, I wear jeans and t-shirts almost every single day. I'm, I do not dress feminine, but every now and then, you know, I, whether I'm going somewhere special or I'm just, I just want to feel pretty you know i'll reach in my closet and pull out my pretty pink dress and i'll do my hair and do my makeup and i'll walk around and strut and do my thing and then the next day i'll remember why i don't do that all the time because it's a huge pain in the ass and it takes all day and then i'll be right back in my leggings and sweats (laughs) and but you know i think that maybe they just haven't made that connection that it's okay to be both yeah
1: and that's kind of and still consider
0: yourself a female
1: if we had more occasion, I think, for the dress-up piece of it. I think we would see it
0: more often. Mm-hmm. I really do. And you know, what church um, isn't like that anymore? Because I don't know how no. you were raised, but if I, because and I and I bring up church because you guys are are a church-going family. Um, but I I would never have gotten away with wearing what mm-hmm. they in church these days. Mm-hmm. You better look like you're going to a wedding. If you're going to yeah. church on Sunday and, and it annoyed the shit out of me because I would go and I would like, look, they're wearing jeans. That girl is wearing her goddamn pajamas. Why did I have to yeah. get up two hours early to take a shower and curl my hair and do my makeup and put on my church clothes just to make you look good? Yeah. mother? Well, we went, to, growing <laughs> up,
1: we went to church up here to a Baptist church with neighbors. Uh, my parents oh. didn't go to church like ever. But <laughs> we started going to church probably. I was like fifth, fifth and sixth grade. Fourth, fifth, sixth grade, we started going to South Church. Um, and I was a little bit more developed. And so what nobody realizes in the nineties is that you you were developed as a child. You had to shop in the adult section. So I You were shopping my, at JC and, and Sears. Yeah, and I looked like mm-hmm. my, my name was Jeanette and I was gonna go be somebody's secretary at the law office later going to church. Those were my like dress up church clothes i was like hold on i've got a my my pleated skirt and my gold button yeah and it was like the ugly like your grandma's couch
0: fucking looking material Mm -hmm. too Oh yeah, the long like prairie skirt and the button-up cardigan yeah. that you still pop out of because you know the girls are front and center, so the 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 buttons are just like this, just hanging on by a thread. <laughs> like one good sneeze, and those buttons are mm-hmm. going everywhere. <laughs> it's me dodging a button almost choking on it with like a
1: fucking Chick Fil A fry. Oh yeah, oh, good. Yeah. Um, so. As the world knows, Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner, they're getting a divorce. He filed mm-hmm. at the end of August, I believe. Yeah. Um, so yeah, something like that. We we talked about how he's has had the kids while he has been on tour, while she has been in England. Um, So I was reading an article where she said right before their split, like they had decided England was going to be their forever home. And they were, you know, she was there filming a movie, and they were going to work on moving movie <laughs> after the tour from the U.S., because they lived in Florida, to England. And so, mm-hmm. very much, like, her her side of the story was very much blindsided by this divorce filing. So, they, um, for the last, like, week and a half or so, they've been kind of going back and forth on custody of their girls, because she wanted to take them to and fucking you know, She's like, give me my fucking kids. I'm going fucking home. I'm going to my mama's Mm -hmm. house, give me my, and he was like, you are not, you're not taking those kids, you're staying here. So I guess they came to agreement for the time being that Mm -hmm. the kids can stay, they have to stay here at stateside.
0: Yeah. I read, I think I may have read the same article that you read and you know what it feels like to me? It feels like the, they are not, they are more concerned about individually being right and getting over on the other one and they are mm-hmm. not taking into consideration what's best for the kids because the court had to step in and say, well, your legal residence is in Florida, you need to not take them to, um, to England and their legal residence is now going to be New York. Yeah. Um, I don't know why that is, but yeah, I think that, and you know, he, he was withholding their passports, which is the reason mm-hmm. why she couldn't take them to England. So that's, that's, again, that's using the kids as a weapon against your, you know, estranged wife, mm-hmm. but it's just like, the more I read, I, I'm disappointed in the way that she's handled it, but I guess I'm maybe a little more sympathetic because
2: You're
0: I, yeah. I am a mom. But, like, I, and I don't like Joe Jonas. So, yeah. but the more I read about this, like, the less I like him. So, yeah, yeah it's a it's... mess. And they're making it messier and messier the more that they just, like, me, nee, me, me at each other. Yeah. And it, it's,
1: mm-hmm. um, I think he gets a little bit more grace because he is a pop star. I think it's really what it is. is you know, women get shit on. I think if she had filed with the kids first, she still mm-hmm. would have gotten shit on. She okay. could have been letting him see the kids, and it would have been, oh, I bet she's withholding. But I did see pictures mm-hmm. of them. I think it was last Friday where they took the kids to, like, some diner or something in, in New York. And those of us with divorced parents have had the occasion um, to mm-hmm. be having your The awkward the swap. Um, yeah. You know, they're having dinner together, and just the body language, and they were both just so...
0: Just, there was tense to,
1: for lack of a yeah, reason. you know. Were I'm they both like her. this? They're
0: just like, I am not paying attention to you. Yeah. We just
1: they were not fucking talking to each other. They're like, we'll sit at this mm-hmm. booth here in this diner in New York, but we are not. This is not a happy place to
0: be. This is for photo ops. We are not friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it, it's very very sad because there are kids involved. And it was kind of out of the blue, but I said it, you know, he was just like, oh, she's off. She's off living that party life. And I'm Mm -hmm. here stuck with the kids. And she was on location. She is an actress. That is what she does. And I'm sorry, Joe, but you did not take care of those kids on your own. You had a nanny. And if you didn't have a nanny, that was your choice. Yeah.
1: You also have a mother. You totally had a fucking nanny. I totally had a nanny. I'm telling you.
0: Yeah. Because if he's on tour with his, with his, you know, with his family band, you know, him and the Partridge's, Mm -hmm. um, then he's not going to, like, you ever tried to, like, take your kid to work? That's a mistake every single time. And if you're, if you're on stage trying to play music with your, with your brothers and, and yeah, you know, no, I'm sorry. You had a caregiver. So all of this, you know, trying to garner sympathy and make, make Sophie Turner look like the absentee deadbeat mother I'm sorry that doesn't that doesn't make you look cute, boo boo. So I think that's my wasn't two
1: cents. Like I don't. Mm-hmm. Think, I think he would have caught more shit for finally oh, yeah. keeping his kids away from her. I think that's it's it would be like if Justin Timberlake and, and Jessica Biel divorced and he kept the kids from her, he would get. Mm-hmm. Um, it's okay because you're Justin Timberlake, right? You deserve yeah. it. Brittany cheated on you. You deserve it. Um River. That- oh, yeah. We'll talk about
0: her. Here <laughs> with you. You, oh, oh, we're gonna talk about her. Really, really. So but yeah, yeah the whole the whole situation is just it just sucks. It's very unfortunate, and I mean, it would suck with if they were regular, normal, everyday people, and but we would be talking about them the same way. We Did you hear what happened them. with Joe and Sophie down the street? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like, oh, girl, oh, girl.
1: <laughs> he cheated with a nanny. Who do you
2: think you are? Jude Law?
1: Nobody is Jude Law. Nobody's Jude no. Law. Not even Jude Law. No, he wishes he was Jude Law at this point. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just think it's, but I just was, it reminded me when was the last time your divorced parents were in the same room?
0: My wedding? Oh really? Mm-hmm. How was that?
1: Ooh, I can imagine.
0: It was fine, you know. My my mom is very good at putting on the um at putting on the brave face. Yeah. Um, and she gets yeah. along really well with my stepmother. My stepmother is a very good buffer, and you know, my mom she likes to talk her shit, but you know, she she knows that she has no no reason to continue to hold a grudge against my dad. They've been divorced for. 40 years now and you know if she's going to hold on to that then that's on her. Fucking die on that hill I guess. Nice. I don't know. Yeah. Um but yeah the last time my parents were in the same room together was at my wedding. So that was 15 years ago. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Jesus.
1: Somebody's a Hold on. Old.
0: Somebody's telling me that I'm wrong. Huh? Oh shit, that's right. I'm a terrible mom. Um so <laughs> so when we lived in Texas, Steven Stephen was in choir when we were in Texas and um and both my parents came to Steven's choir concert. <laughs> so far you, less dramatic than it than than I started off. Um yeah, it's yeah, and be, but it's fine. You know, they're they're able to maintain a, a, a polite distance, and you know, they can make their you know pleasantries, and there's no there's no drama between the two of them. I mean, I guess that's good.
1: Yeah, that's good. When the last time my parents were in a room together was I think 2020, maybe it was 2020. I think it was my dad let her. My dad <laughs> let her. Come stay in his house, um, Father's Day weekend, mind you, to visit my brother. And um, after she left, she tried to start a ship, and, like, started a bunch of ships with my dad and my brother. So, wow. But I think before that, it had been a couple of times where, like, my own mom and my mom had come up and, like, to visit my brother. And then the last time I saw them in a room together, we had just moved to Houston and we threw Witten, like, an impromptu birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese he was turning three, and my mom came. Aww, up from 3 Utah, year three-year-old Whitten. Room. I know it was such a little cute little fatty.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But um, my dad lived in Houston. My mom came. We didn't know until the day of that she was coming, and she just kind of showed up. And then my dad was like, "Well, if I'd known she was gonna be here, I wouldn't come." I'm like, okay, you've been divorced since I was. Like, oh, 30. damn. Yeah, like there. So. Damn. All of the animosity is still there
0: mm-hmm.
1: for when, You want to hear about,
0: about some animosity? Absolutely. Will's mother did not come to our wedding. I remember you
1: telling me
0: that. <laughs> I yeah. 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 <laughs> and you know, it was so funny. And my mother, she's... And you don't want to talk about someone who knows how to manifest some fucking drama. This woman... She like, because I I told her, I was like, Mary isn't here, Mary, and Mary has passed away. May she rest. Mary, you were a formidable woman, and you and I had, you were a good woman, but you and I had our differences, and you know everything I'm about to say is 100% true. So don't you come for me. Yeah. (laughs) Um, My mom told my stepdad and my dad at the same time, because they were like man in the grill, because that's what dudes do. And Mm -hmm. she was just like, Well, mary is not here but if she shows up and causes a problem we may need you two to remove her and i'm like what are you a fucking bouncer what is this like a five-star nightclub this is my house this is my wedding you're not ejecting my (laughs) mother-in-law my husband's mother from my wedding mother and if anybody's gonna do it it's gonna be fucking me yeah you get that point (laughs) I get that joy. I married him. I get something besides babies. Exactly. <laughs> the next topic. Okay. Sure. Do, do, do. For those of you guys. Oh. Yeah. Um, let's go ahead and go into the. It says Paula, but I assume it means Paul, you meant you meant yeah. Polly Shore. Yeah. Oh, buddy. Polly yeah. <laughs> Shore is a former what, like late eighties, early
1: nineties film.
0: Yeah, like nineties, nineties to mid nineties. I think I think in the army now came in out at like ninety six, ninety seven. In the... Oh, uh, that was... Okay, so when we were hanging out at Friendly's and I was living with that girl that we don't talk about, Um she and her dad and her little hellion four-year-old, they went on a trip and I stayed home and there were two videos. They didn't have cable and this was before like satellite television. Um They had two they videos and it was True Lies and In the Army Now. And they I watched... Too. Both of them every fucking day. Only <laughs> two? I know. I know. Were they VHS
1: or were they
0: DVD? VHS. Hey. Who fucking monsters are they?
1: That was a magical toy
0: story. That's what that was. It was. Like. Well, that I mean, I was crazy. kind of. I, they were like, let's leave her with two VHS tapes and see if she'll move out while we're gone. They're like, okay. <laughs> You're fucking. You terrorist. Oh I vacuumed God. your house. Jeez. But I vacuumed their house because I also smoked in the house. So um, I kind of had funny. to. Yeah. It yeah. was not a good roommate. Okay. I admit it now. Yeah. If you're out there, I apologize for being a leech, but you were also yeah. a bitch to me. So yeah, 19,
1: 19 years, everybody, almost anybody who's a shitty, irresponsible,
0: um, yes, shitty person, person, person can't even be expected That's to bring Thanksgiving bring bring napkins to Thanksgiving. So yeah. yeah. Monster. <laughs> so I watched in the army now every single day. Oh, and that to this day is Your one of my know. favorite movies. It had it had David Allen Greer, it had okay. Polly Shore, and it had Lori Petty. What oh, yeah. Candy t- what the fuck else do you need? Nothing.
1: I've nothing. Sorry. Nope. That's Polly Shore movie. Biodome. <laughs> my- yeah. <laughs> Table. I love that fucking movie. Oh, my God. But then we have Encino Man. He was an Encino Man. We'll get to why we're, we're talking about Polly Shore in a minute. But he was an Encino Man, which was, I think, um, yeah. Brennan Fraser's, like, first uh,
0: movie Besides Besides of the Jungle, that was his hottest
1: mm. character. You ha. Oh, mm-hmm. Brennan Fraser the
0: Whale. We get Encino Man. Yeah, we got Encino Man. That is the yeah. one thing that we got that was better than what you got. Bucket. Put a period on, on that.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> on VHS tapes,
0: guys. Yeah.
1: So, anyways. VHS. He wants to do a biopic of um, Richard Simmons. How yeah. weird is that, right? That's like It's a-
0: weird, but could you imagine anybody else?
1: Well, the reason he wants to do it is because he and Richard Simmons are friends. So I guess I think that makes done. it the most
0: appropriate.
1: Yeah. So he and Richard Simmons are friends and he wants to do this biopic. But Richard Simmons is like, no, I have been out of the limelight. If you don't know who Richard Simmons is, go Google Sweat into the oldies. Sweat into the oldies. <laughs> we will give you your- we'll pause and then we'll wait till you get back.
2: Mm hmm. Okay.
1: You should be back. Yeah. Um It so was fabulous, was wasn't it? Yeah. And just, you could have, I just—you could have—I mean, whatever. You never ever pause this podcast to go look at something. Just kidding. <laughs> not real serious. But anyway, he wants to do. Richard Simmons kind of disappeared from the limelight, probably. I guess I don't even know how fucking long ago. I'm not gonna lie. We know I'm not a long him. time. But um, so he hasn't been doing anything. Like, there's been like he's dead. He's you know all of this. Like he's disfigured. He's like, no, I just I don't want to. Ha- I'm not gonna contribute. Like I don't want anything to do with it. I'm gonna live like my private life and like I while I love him as a friend, this is not for me. And I mean I respect it, but I think of like of all of the people to do a biopic of Richard Simmons, I would never say Polly Shore. Have you seen Simon Long? Who would you say? Have you seen nobody literally nobody? Literally, maybe Adam Sandler. If it was gonna be funny. It was gonna be serious. I don't even know. Jeez. Who do you think?
0: I don't know because now, because I've seen, I don't even know if it was a real like poster, but I've seen a mock-up of a poster. Let me see if I can find it. Beca- and I'm just like, why the fuck not? Let's see, Richard Simmons biopic. Let me see if I can get it to come up. I want to know why he,
1: um, how he got started doing what he was doing. Because I feel like, Every time I think of Richard Simmons, I also think of, like, it was in the days of, like, Lifestyles of Origin Famous and, like, any kind yeah. of infomercial. Like, he was your original, like, workout at home video, right? He, yeah. Before Kylo, all of that stuff. It was, like, and it was always real-looking people. It wasn't because he was not, he is not, was not, is not Um. fitness model specific, like if you really think
0: about it, yeah, he doesn't look like Billy Bats or yeah. um anybody I don't even know who anybody anybody on Instagram, on Instagram. yeah not even he does not look like them Mm-mm. but he looks like a real person, and I think that's what that, that made like him so character. relatable because yeah. he was so sympathetic. To like the plight of the overweight woman, but he did catch a lot of flack. okay, here's the picture, like I don't know if you can see that I or not, but it's it's Polly Shore with his face on what appears to be Richard Simmons' body,
1: okay, yeah, I've seen that so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I don't even know. It looks kind of Photoshopped. It probably is. So I don't know if that's like real and like, they're like, well, we're doing it. Richard be damned. But I think that it's, I think that it's very respectful that Pauly Shore would want to get his blessing before doing it. Because if we're going to do a movie about your life and you're still alive, then, you know, I feel like the person that's alive should, at least have the say-so, but they are talking to the guy who did Rocket Man. Did you ever watch Rocket Man? No. Uh, it's, um, so they are talking to the guy who directed Rocket Man, who, which is the Elton John biopic. It was really, really good. Yeah. So I think if anybody was going to do it justice and do it in an accurate but also respectful way, I think it would be them. So okay, yeah. Richard go ahead. Um, I was just going to say, Richard, um, for those of us who still know who you are, and I understand that it is your your wish to just, you know, just to segue into adversity, um, the world should know your story. And so because rude. it's a very interesting story, and you've had such an impact on so many people's lives. And um, we, we should definitely tell your story. So I at least like put your little stamp of yeah. approval on it. That's my two or, cents. like give
1: us a little bit of something. Because I think that's the thing is that, that he would have to be involved because how else are they going to get any of that backstory? You know? Yeah, like, that's I true. Doubt, you know, he's got to have some kind of input. So, but yeah,
0: let's see. We'll see how it goes, I guess, you know. I hope, I, I'm, I'm hopeful for it. Yeah. But I, I think I will understand if it never happens and it happens because you I mean, know yeah, he just he, what wait he just wait. wants to live in New Orleans with his Dalmatians, and I don't can't really argue with that. I guess
1: I'd, they'll wait till he dies and just do it without his permission, and then yeah end that mean, I mean of let's let's call a spade a spade. that's exactly yeah, what I mean, will happen.
0: And then it'll be a lot more
1: toggery than it probably really actually is.
0: Yeah, and it'll you know what if they get somebody like an Owen Wilson or some shit like that, oh. I'm going to be so mad.
1: He is playing fucking Bob Ross.
0: I'm I know, crazy. and I'm mad.
1: What the actual fuck? I know.
0: I'm not on my
1: list. It's that absurd.
0: I know. Him and his crooked schnoz. And I've heard he's like a real fucking piece
1: of shit. Like, he has a kid that, like, he has nothing to do with. Like, his whole family has something to do with this kid. Yeah. He has nothing to fuck. He's a shitty fucking human. Fuck beautiful mm-hmm. Lightning McQueen. <laughs> A anyway, it's a shame
0: it's a shame when you find understand. out of that stuff
1: yeah it's just like yeah. he's from they're from richardson too so fuck those guys
0: well uh, well that explains yeah. a
1: lot yeah your privilege is showing oh awesome
0: <laughs> yeah from all the way over here yeah but um
1: so speaking of shitty not even maybe not shit. i don't know i haven't really me shitty divorces jason sudeikis and olivia a have you followed their divorce at all
0: I haven't, um, but I found out that she's getting like twenty seven thousand dollars in child support. Must be nice. Must be well, nice. Justice. Well, she, okay. So
1: they're divorced. Like he filed.
0: He served her
1: while she was on fucking stage doing something like work related. He had her served like in the middle of something that was being fucking recorded. So first, what of all, a piece of shit. That's a dick move. But then she was like, that's cool, buddy. I'm fucking Harry Styles. So they're kind of like, it's a little
0: tit for tat. You
2: know?
0: And um, that, yeah. in, in truth, is probably what he is so upset about. That is probably what it is. She's
1: like, that's cool, but I'm fucking Harry Styles. He's like, half my...
0: The package click from the Piggly Wiggly, that's Nobody true. said
1: Lasso. Nobody. <laughs> so, yeah. I That's really me. sad.
0: Like I used to be really salty about the way that Will had me served because while while our separation was amicable, like we agreed we need to be separated, we need to not be married anymore, um it was always like the who's going to pull the trigger first. And yeah. he had he had the money and he was also dating a girl whose mother worked in a legal office mm. and her mom had the legal office. Pull up the uh or like like just draw up the paperwork, and then I had the kids at my house for the weekend, and then he picked them up to take them to a birthday party that they had gotten invited to um from like a kid that in the neighborhood where they lived where he lived, mm-hmm. and so like the kids left and then like five minutes later, I get a knock on the door and it's like a total stranger. And she's got like a manila envelope in her hand. And she was just like, you know, ask me if I, who was who I am. And I'm like, yeah, who the fuck are you? And she hands me this, this packet of paperwork. And she's like, you've been served. Have a nice day. And oh, I was so mad for a second. And I think that I was so mad because One, I didn't get to have the one over on him, and two, because I knew where the paperwork had come from, and there was some definite beef between me and his girlfriend, but I think that she kind of spearheaded that whole process because she thought that if I can get him legally divorced from her, then he will just turn around and marry me. Well, (laughs) I signed the paperwork, and two months later, he broke up with her. Yeah. But I do uh, give whatever. Him, fuck you, uh, Mindy. Fuck you, Mindy. <laughs> fuck you, you bridge troll. Right. But you have to give him props that he did it when the kids weren't home. Yes. Now that I think about it that in that context, yeah. like, it could have been on stage in the middle of a shit ton of people and being recorded and on the internet. I got off very, very easy. So yeah, yeah, that's a that's a real shitty move. And I've never cared for Jason Sudeikis, but mostly because I yes. dated somebody who looked like Jason Sudeikis. Um But yeah, that's a that's a real dick move. And I'm not yeah, saying yeah, that Olivia Wilde is an angel, but I don't think anybody really I deserves just think that. That much child support is
1: fucking. Bananas, but I think too, you have to if think of
0: like, you can't make it work on $27,000 a month, honey. I don't know what to tell you, I really don't.
1: Yeah, but you think of like, let's factor, like, they're probably paying a nanny that's traveling, yeah, that's living in like a multi million dollar home. So it's like, I, get, yeah, but I feel like you, it's one of those that it's like, if. Both parents are equally successful and kind of afford to give their children like the same lifestyle when they have each have them. Then put that shit in a savings account for the kids.
0: Yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah, put it in a trust. Let it sit there and and generate interest. Put it in some sort of like an investment account so that it yeah. can you know you know you know generate more income and earn interest and whatever. Yeah, it's a, it's, that is not a whole lot less than what I make in a year. So like, yeah. it's a very difficult pill to swallow. Cause I'm like, I'm, I'm surviving on $440 a month. And you're saying the 27,000 isn't enough. Bitch, yeah, please. You
1: need to <laughs> your yeah.
0: Ghost to fucking donate plasma or something, girl. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you, donate you gotta do care. something. Okay,
1: yeah. Like she's not hurting for money so she's no know well, she's maybe she doesn't have like ted lasso money and but she's not struggling in her career or anything like that i personally think i think it's one of those that's like what brings to mind to me is um like you don't watch teen mom but like kail lowry and her first baby daddy she got like three uh or four i think um i think she's actually pregnant again and maybe had a fifth kid whatever i don't even know but two of them have the same dad. That's all I fucking know. Um, okay. But her, so they live in Delaware, and Delaware is, like, automatic when you split up. Like, it's 50-50 custody. Automatic. And her first baby daddy went and filed for child support. And I think, for one, 50-50, it's kind of like you shouldn't. If you have the kid half the time, you're taking the kid, the kid at your house half the time. You are supplying food and clothing and shelter. Um, and say like you guys are splitting the cost of like their extracurriculars all of that shit. There's no need for child support. No. And so her first she was real butthurt because her first baby daddy went and filed for child support. But like her income, I just I think it's one of those I can't say what I just said and be like, oh, but he's justified. But you look at like where she's on her like fourth or fifth house, fifth or sixth or seventh baby daddy, who knows? Um, but she makes a shit fucking ton more than he does because she was on a reality show and had a podcast and had, like, a Skinny Caroline and all this shit. And he's over here, like, yeah trying just trying to fucking flip houses. And his argument was so that way he could make it equal between the two of them. And I'm like, mm. But she's like, well, I'm fucking paying for, like, all of his basketball, his football, his school clothes, all of this stuff. And that's when it's like, okay, dude, like, that's a little fucked up. Like, you don't need her money. But it's like girl, shut the fuck up because you can afford it kinda of, it's one of those. Yeah. It's, it's a twofold kind of for me.
0: Yeah. I, and I think in that scenario when there is I mean our scenario is kinda of similar because like um Eric's ex wife is is pretty demanding in that, you know, he pay for you know, uh, half of the medical bills and half of the extracurriculars and, you know, if they want to, you know, a Disney pass or something, but she doesn't go the route of saying, Hey, um, the kids want to do soccer. Um, you know, can you split the cost of registration and equipment with me? She just goes and pays for it and then expects him to reimburse her for whatever cost she thinks is appropriate. Like, we never see a receipt. We never see, like, a registration form or anything like that. She just says, you owe me this much. And it's interesting because she makes more, almost double what he and I make together. Is and she's also married agreement? to a man.
1: Huh? Is that in their agreement that he has to pay for half of extra tricklers?
0: There, There really is no agreement. Um, They, yeah. You know, well, that, that situation is what it is. But, you know, Mm -hmm. if you were a decent person, you would, you know, uh, yeah. Well, what I was saying is like her husband, she's also remarried and her husband makes a very, very good living. I mean, they just bought a $750,000 house in Long Beach, California. We are renting, you know, we are, we are struggling to pay rent in a three bedroom apartment in Phoenix, Arizona. So for her to. You know, she knows that she, that those kids do not want for anything, but yeah. she knows that she can afford it. She knows that we're struggling, you know, in like but when, and, and, but basically, yeah, because she's butthurt because he decided he couldn't, he couldn't be married to somebody that was going to drain his bank account and ruin his credit and cheat on him. So he decided to leave. And that, yeah. in her mind, is abandonment and something that he will pay for for the rest of his life. And yeah. I'm like, bitch, you yeah. are remarried, you won, Move okay? The fuck on. Yeah. Move the fuck on. I don't live a mile from the fucking beach, you know.
1: Well, my kids have never been to story.
0: Disneyland. You know, well, mm-hmm.
1: like that kind of shit. i would be like, no, I'm
0: not.
1: I'm not paying for half of that. And I know yeah. she's probably not the kindness of persons
0: if he were to tell her no, right? If he were to tell her no, it would be, that would be a move against him. Um, like she would start to manifest some kind of like bullshit, like, um, uh-huh. oh, well, we have to change the the visitation date for next time because the kids have XYZ or um, we have a trip planned or something. You know, there would be some sort of retaliation. Even if it was a matter of, I really want to help. But I just cannot. I just don't have it. But so for her, a no is a no, no matter what the conditions are. And because she feels like she's been slighted in, you know, some form or fashion, you know, retaliation is, is her way forward. So that is what that is.
1: Some paperwork on that, you know, stipulations, uh, even finding her, I'm, like, contender. Yeah.
0: Do you know what I'm doing? Well, Do you I'm, know what I am right now? Yeah. I'm the choir. Yeah. I'm the choir that you're preaching, preaching to. No, I get it. Yeah. And you're preaching it's to the funny. choir, baby.
1: Because, I mean, we went through the same thing whenever we first started dating with Kevin's ex-wife, even though he had custody of Caleb. It's, like, a control thing. And yeah. so. For sure. You know, now she can't control him because you're, like, fuck, no. Like, I'm, uh, no, bitch. Like, you're affecting my house too. Like, she mm-hmm. hated that shit. She fucking hated
2: it. Mm-hmm.
1: But we digress. We can yeah. have a bitter baby mama conversation another day. Um, okay. How do we feel about Kylie Jenner and
0: Timothy's house? Um, Timothy Chalamet, I have, a, I have a public service announcement for you. I would like for you to find one single solitary Kardashian ex. That has done better after he has left the fold yeah. than has done better after he left the fold than he was doing before he entered the fold. You will not find one. No. I Kanye West, Lamar Odom, um, Chris Humphreys. Who the fuck is that? Yeah. Yeah. You need to be very careful how you tread with this family. Yes. and that is all that I will say. She's got yeah. big lips, do your thing, boy. <laughs> I, well, I just was like I
1: thought she was still with Travis Scott.
0: I think that she will forever kind of be with Travis Scott because they had Stormy and then they broke up for a while, and then they had Wolf that turned into air um and then I guess they broke up again um but yeah it's 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 turning into a very like Chloe and Tristan kind of situation mm-hmm. with Kylie and Travis. But um, Kylie has no problems moving on, I guess, and just putting it all over the internet. I, there, I saw something about her having a diamond ring on. That doesn't mean shit yeah. in Kardashian okay. world, okay? <laughs> they freaking brush their teeth with diamond rings, okay? So
1: let's not like let's not let's just shine yeah shine bright
0: like a diamond. Shine bright like a diamond. Shine bright
1: like a diamond. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, th- oh I mean, that God. would be the only warning that I have for yeah. him is, you know, make sure that you don't fall into Kardashian X um, obscurity, because yeah, I do mean. not even like you. I mean, I don't really know much about you personally. I heard that you may or may not have spread chlamydia around the NYU campus when you were mm. a, st- a student there, allegedly. Yeah, yeah I heard that. Yeah, I don't know if that true. rumor is true. The allegedly. It's treatable. It's treatable. <laughs> but I
1: say, like I saw a picture of them together, and holy fucking ball shack She looks like Chris. She looks uh yeah. Identical to Chris with her mm-hmm. short hair now. I was like, oh, Chris mm-hmm. Jenner's hot. That's what that is.
0: Yeah, so he's after that life. milf. Mm-hmm. He's after the real money because you know who has the real money in that family. Oh, yes. It's the one that gets 10% of everything. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, I just thought that was one thing that I was like, ooh, when does
1: she break up what Travis got? That was my whole thing today. I was like,
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, she Timothee will eventually Timothee dump Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet. They'll have another baby. You know, um, it'll be fine. Make,
1: uh, elastic. Elastic or something, I'm sure. Something
0: equally as bougie and this is my daughter Stormy. This is my son Elastic. Mm -hmm. And this is my other son Air. Oh,
1: what if they had twins? It could be Elastic and Velcro. You're fucking welcome, Kylie Jenner. You're welcome. You're welcome, Kylie. Yeah.
0: Trademarked.
1: TM Um and then my other little topic that I had was my friend told me to look at what is going on with Kim Zolziak and her divorce you have you watched the Real Housewives show
0: not in many years I did used to watch the Real Housewives of Georgia because or Atlanta because I loved Nini Leaks and I loved what a train wreck Kim Zolziak was yeah. Um, with her hair extensions and, and I know she, she had a, an issue with like, um, hair loss and I, I don't remember if it was cancer or what, but, um, she, uh, she had that, that song don't be tardy for the party yes. and it was just, it was just, it was just like the epitome of like Southern opulence. And I love how sassy Nene was. So, but I have not kept up with them in, like, her new like, evolution of Kim Zolziac. So I know that she's getting divorced. So um, go. some
1: From Croy Guy. So she's getting divorced and from Croy Bierman, which she's now Kim Zolziac Bierman. They're getting mm-hmm. divorced, but he's like, Yeah, I'm, I'm, oh my God, damn it. So he's like, Micah, like, go away. <laughs> 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 I can't say this with my 10 year olds in here. Okay. okay. But, um, so she's getting divorced from Corey Bierman, and he's like, I guess they're still very, um, public about still sleeping together. And he's like, yeah, even though we're still having sex, I want to get a divorce.
2: Hey, if the pee's good, the pee's good.
1: But do you know why mostly they're getting divorced? Um, because she's crazy
0: because of her spending. I, yeah, (laughs) people
1: (laughs) are close to losing their home in foreclosure. Um mm-hmm. he was like, I would rather file bankruptcy than like get a divorce and sell the house. I would rather file bankruptcy. And mm-hmm. but anyways, so yeah, he they're in I guess they've been selling shit off to try to even just keep the electrical on.
0: wow It sucks, <laughs> doesn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Fucking yeah. rain in your spending. I don't watch the real housewife stuff. I did start the Real Housewives of Salt Lake because I guess they talk about, um, do you remember like this time last year, the TikTok moms that it was like a whole thing because they were all swinging with each other? Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. So I guess some of those, like those ladies know them. So I was like, I started that today.
0: I probably should like maybe just delve into a few episodes of Real Housewives of Salt Lake because they look like they are just a real treat. Like, um, I could just, like, sit back with, like, some God, weed man. and some alcohol on a Saturday afternoon and have man. a peach of a time. Mormons,
1: <laughs> a lot of them are Mormon. I know. <laughs> So, I am halfway through the first episode of the first season, and this lady refers to herself as, like, a purebred something-something Mormon. And how her husband, she married a Mormon, and her, um like... Some, they're like Mormon royalty is how she put it. And I'm like what? And then the other, some other lady, she got excommunicated from the church because she had an affair with a married man. But then she's oh. like Mormon royalty because her great 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 grandfather was like a bodyguard for Brigham Young and the fucking guy that founded Mormonism.
0: It'll be so, Joseph Smith?
1: That fucking guy. I don't know. I'm not Mormon. I don't. Well,
0: know. I believe that as much as I believe that Joseph Smith read a prophecy on some gold plates that only yeah. he can read. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, that yeah. now that you're now that I know that you're watching it, I almost yeah. feel like I need yeah. to. Yeah,
1: I think I've we're doing it. I don't know. We're. I mean, hello. We'll just catch up with four or five years ago. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, um, Okay. So here's our final topic. Are you ready? Oh, yeah.
0: I'll, uh, I'll catch up with a uh, real housewives of, uh, yeah, we'll of Utah. Do of Utah. Utah. Mm-hmm.
1: So I guess, um, Taylor Swift, once again, broke the internet. Did you, I'm sure you've heard about it. You, you live in. America. Oh
0: yeah. I've heard all about it. I've seen the videos of the sportscasters making the disgusting videos because they think they're so cute and it's like it wasn't the Dan Patrick show, but it was like a Dan Patrick show yeah. type of show where like they're on TV, but for some reason they all have like the big radio microphones, whatever. Yeah, um, I mean that's But like if
1: we were professional. We would have those in our yeah. Our- it was so one day, perfect. one day we'll have one, and when, I'll eat my
0: we'll words, but I won't. Stupid mm-hmm. ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but they were saying like, oh well, uh Kansas City Chiefs fans are about to see red because uh Travis Kelsey's about to shake it off with Taylor Swift. I mean, just like me. oh, tried oh yeah. Over- and I'm just like, friend. You are so relatable. You are so relatable. Oh my god, you are so relatable. But yeah. yeah, um can't tell me that she's that they're not dating. She was sitting next to his mother at the game. They left the game together. <laughs> They are dating. They can confirm it or not. They are are dating. dating.
1: But the, he, so he and his brother, I told you, they have a podcast called New Heights and they had a new episode out today where they kind of talked about it without talking about it. And so his brother, Jason's older brother, he was like, you know, we, this is something from your personal life that we now have to discuss, you know, and we've been not discussing it out of respect for you and your relation or not your relationship, but he was like, you know, um. I knew it was gonna happen because I was given the heads up before the game, and he kind of didn't really. He was like, "Yeah," I was like, "Big ball move of her to come, you know, whatever." And he they were come out like the chest bumps and all of that stuff. But I guess his Travis so like Swifties are showing out like his um sales of his jersey are now like I think they increased by like four hundred percent this week. Four hundred percent, can you believe it? All because Taylor mm-hmm. Swift is dating him, and so he really was like, you know. Of respect for her, he's like, She's not like me, where I am in the media doing this podcast, it's football season, and this is my life right now. Like, she's not. He's basically being very respectful of like, She did not ask for this, and he's like, Yeah, I was the one that went on the internet and talked about how butthurt I was because I tried to give her a friendship bracelet and she wouldn't talk to me. And he was like, You know, and that was kind of he was like, But I'm not gonna discuss it past this kind of deal. And so I thought mm-hmm. it was kind of funny. And then now they have, um, or on like their show, their segment, they have no dumb questions or no, no questions or something. Dumb, no questions. dumb questions. No dumb questions. <laughs> and so they had people in today like writing in like, what's a down?
0: What's a field goal? <laughs> I know. It? Oh yeah, the Swifties—they're just—they're yeah. just googling away. How many yards is a touchdown? Yeah, go. And
1: I saw like one of the girls. What is a field goal. goal? Go. She's like, well, if you know Taylor Swift's dating was
0: Kelsey, I guess she
1: care about football now. So go to This Missouri, this will be so the most
0: profitable. Oh. This will be the most profitable NFL season that they've seen in a while. With the with this, if they can spend twelve hundred dollars for obstructed view seats, the NFL won't know what hit them. Yeah. Oh, the pink Kelsey jerseys. I can see them. They're going to be pink and they're going to be sequined. I can mm -hmm. see it now.
1: But what I will say is,
0: we have seen the history of
1: pop stars and and just famous people dating football players, and then if the football Mm -hmm. player performs poorly, like we saw this with Jessica Simpson. We saw with Mm -hmm. Karen We saw even when Kim Kardashian dated Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush, yeah, Miles Austin for the Cowboys. Yep. Um, we saw where they took the blame for like the man performing poorly. Like I even was like giving comments about it earlier this week about how like y'all don't blame him or her just if he doesn't play well. But I think that she's got such a following that the minute anybody disparages her name, oh, it's fucking over. Oh. It's gonna be a fucking war, and it's gonna be really.
0: Swifties, they are brutal and they are ruthless. They have no fucks to give. Do not come for their queen. Yeah, it's it is on a different level than even like the Barb's from Nicki Minaj and the Beehive and the Mm -hmm. Lambs. I mean, it is a different level of fandom with Taylor Swift. Yeah,
1: yeah. No
0: shade to the Beehive. No shade to the Lambs. No shade to the Barb's that you guys know who you crazy. are and you <laughs> know that Taylor is Taylor is killing it this year. Okay. Sorry. It is, it is the year. And
1: so I just think that was so like, just, I wanted to save it for a laugh just because I took the time to like, listen to his podcast, which like, I'll watch clips of it on TikTok and whatever. And his podcast is really, really funny. And I was like, getting ready for our podcast and I was like, well, we are no Kelsey brother where like I can roll up, you know, with my, like, porn stash, like Jason Kel- or Travis Kelsey has, like, if you're not rocking the beard like the older brother does, you know? I was like, we actually have to, like, look presentable because if we don't, we look like the dumpster fires that we truly are, we're going to for it, you know? <laughs> so, but yeah, I know that was kind of funny. I was like, I'm sitting here trying to rush to put on makeup and then like, yeah, I got some new makeup shit today and I was like, I went a little ham and then had to wash my face and like went over it again. So,
0: did you wear makeup to the gym?
1: Absolutely not. I work out in a hot, good girl. In a, I'm in a sauna where I'm sweating my body weight out, so I'm not fucking doing that. Hell no, I don't want to. I out miss
0: there. going to a sauna.
1: It would look like um like a walk of shame kind of mascara situation if I wore makeup to the gym.
0: <laughs> Speaking of a walk and sh- walk of shame mascara situation, can we touch on one more thing before we go, mm-hmm. Miss Brittany? Oh, my God, Miss Brittany, first no. of all, first of all, Miss Brittany, you need some Neutrogena, oil-free, waterproof eye makeup remover, and you need some help. Because yeah. I am concerned, if you have not seen Miss Brittany's new Instagram, she is doing a very bizarre solo dance routine. Now, she does this. She goes on Instagram and Twitter and all that, and she posts these dance routines of just her. And she does her hair flips and her spins, but they are all very, like, they're obviously very choreographed, like like very distinct yeah. moves. This one is not that. She is dancing around, spinning, and she's got knives in her hand. And she's dancing to that Enigma song that we all loved so much back in the 2000s. Um, yeah, Miss Brittany, this is my plea to you. I, I have offered it to you again. Come over to my house. You can sleep on my couch. I will feed yeah. you. We will we will take care of you, and, and we will we will keep you from hurting yourself. I don't know what's going on with her, but I am I'm concerned she needs some yeah. sort of intervention because
1: i'm i'm watching this video play on instagram because you i was literally leaving the gym when you texted me and said have you seen it and it was the first thing that when i went and searched britney it was the first mm-hmm. thing that popped up so she's wearing yep. like white bikini bottoms like a red top very thick uh mascara and she's spinning and she her caption was like these are halloween knives they're not real kitchen knives um but we talked about the
0: look in her
1: face, like so. You saw here, yeah. you saw that she's just blank.
2: I,
0: it's blank, but scared. there's like a fear behind the blank, you know, like the she's very she emotionless. Ahead. Yeah, like it's it's there, and and I I'm not trying to make any assumptions no. or any you know, like, but I come from a particular culture of experience, and I've seen that look before. And I've seen that look looking in the mirror. And yeah. there is something substance substantly going on oh, yeah. with Brittany. I yeah. I yeah. look at it and I see she's
1: got that fear. Like you're right about the fear when she first starts. It's almost like, God, I hope I'm doing this right. I hope I'm. But I think more of like the fear, like remember, I think she looks a little like there's desperation in her. Yeah. Face. And I think that's why we're yeah. seeing these dancing videos where she's scantily clad because nobody's stopping her from doing it and all she's remembering is before it is worked the the work. and that's why we're seeing this, you know? Yeah. And I know that the people that are trying to petition to get her dogs that are featured in the video are taken away, um, because, you know, she's dancing around the fucking knife and shit.
0: You know, but those dogs may be not, the only thing holding her to holding her together. So leave the dogs yeah. alone.
1: It's so sad that nobody is stepping in and going. Well, Jamie Lynn
0: can't. She's too busy going on dancing with the stars.
1: She can't make money somehow, right? Because Britney's money's <laughs> going to run out. Uh,
0: yeah, she's not supporting you know. anybody anymore.
1: <laughs> but I just think it's so well, sad that she's not getting productive help.
0: She's getting. Yeah.
1: You know, it's almost it's as
0: if, like, like she's out on her own now. Like, yes, yeah, she's out on her own. That's what she wanted, but like, there was no like support so system in it. place. Yeah. Like, yeah, when when uh, when an inmate comes out of prison, and this may be a poor example because not every. Every situation is the same depending on where you are and what prison system you're you're coming out of. But there's typically, yeah, they are reintroduced. They're put into a halfway house. They are shown, you need to be here at this time. You need to do this. You need to fill out this paperwork. There's nobody there for Brittany to say, okay, now that the conservatorship is gone and now that um, the husband is gone... You know, we need to make a plan, we need to have a routine. And yeah, she may be resistant to it. To she time. may be just like, No, I am a forty-two year old woman and I mm-hmm. can fucking do it myself. But if you you're can. choosing to dance around with knives, yeah, I
1: just And if that's your whole outlet is you're dancing in bikini bottoms and or underwear in front of a ring light and a camera and mm-hmm. you know, you used to do all of this. <laughs> great creative things and you were in this great creative mind and now you're wasting it because nobody yeah. is helping. I mean, and that's a failure. I think that, you know, when they first put her in this conservatorship, I think it was maybe with the right intentions and then I think yeah. it was maybe the wrong person. was the, I think if her mother had done it, I think it would have been a different story possibly because I feel mm-hmm. like a mother wants the best for their kid. They're not just going to take yeah. what their kid can give like her dad obviously did you he, know. oh
0: he tailored they tailor made that entire situation to benefit absolutely one person and it was not yeah. Brittany um, I, think I just the judge you know
1: should have thought about that the judge had the responsibility when he released her from that conservatorship to make sure yeah. she had somebody there who had her her best interest in mind not just go well it's shitty she's under this conservatorship and you're right it shouldn't be, but it should have been like, let's keep her on it, but let's change the conservative. Let's find a yeah. non-interested party, like a guardian ad litem, and let's slowly mm-hmm. transition and make sure this is truly what is best for her.
0: Yeah, and they. Didn't I agree. That. So I guess we're starting the the save Brittany. You know, first it was I'm free me. Brittany. Now I'm somebody's got to save this poor girl.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I just hope that she, honestly, I think this is going to be probably, I think one of those where in a year or so we're like,
0: like she. Has such I hope girl. not. You know, I know, I know I've talked a lot of shit about her over the years, but I'm I'm starting to see that maybe she's struggling with a lot of the same things that I've struggled with my whole life and and still do struggle with. You but I have a support system, you know. I have, I I don't have the money that she's got, so like you know the, my support comes from you and, you know, Eric and my kids and my friends and all that. But I just don't think that there's, and maybe she's pushed everybody away because she has so much, yeah. so little trust, you know, who else is going to come and try to grift all my money that I've earned, you know, working my yeah. ass off, yeah. literally she killing myself.
1: Pushed everybody away with her toxic behavior where it comes to a point of, we're back to this point where she doesn't want that help. And everybody is like, yeah, know, I fucking try. I fucking try
0: can't help someone that doesn't want the help. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I just hope we see some sort of.
0: I hope that she has the comeback to end all comebacks. Because if anybody could do it, it would be Britney Spears. I I hope she comes back and she does a tour that puts Taylor's tour to shame. Because again, if anybody could do it, it would be either Beyonce or Britney Spears. So. Team Brittany. Yeah. Team Brittany.
1: So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what can we do? Leave Brittany alone. Don't leave Brittany alone. <laughs> so so yes, you cannot fucking be alone. And are welcome. <laughs> <first> you <guy. Yes, laughs> would have been nobody but a, like a dude on Vine still if you had never done that
0: video. Oh, Vine. We merely knew ye.
1: I've never had Vine.
0: Me neither. Never.
1: I didn't get TikToks like a year ago. Me neither. I just remember, um, like chicks that I worked with when I was the First American, they would be like out there smoking and just like cackling. I'm like, these dumb bitches. I'm going to stick with, you know, my old lady Facebook. <laughs> 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 but now I'm like, fuck yeah, sign me up for some TikTok. I don't even care.
0: So, how's your. I like orange at? ones. I don't know. Have I haven't looked. Have you even been on TikTok lately? Not lately. I haven't. I'm sorry. Let me see if I can open it real quick. You have 228 still.
1: So you have not gained any followers.
0: Well, okay, but I have... Oh, shit. Yeah. That's Lonnie. Sorry.
1: Sure.
0: I don't know what happened. When you do. I I opened up my TikTok, and then I forgot that when you open TikTok, it just starts playing. <laughs> so um, you I have no wondering. control over it. Um, I didn't Oh, I heard it. It was it was my friend Lonnie. Oh, by the way, my friend Lonnie that went is was on uh, my six hundred pound life, he is engaged. We are very happy for him. Congratulations, Congratulations. Lonnie! Yay, Lonnie! Yeah, it's okay. I got it, I got engaged to my first boyfriend ever too. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's funny. Where can we find you on
1: socials, dude? I'm on TikTok. I'm actually on TikTok regularly because, um, you know, it's the new line and everything. Shady bitch. <laughs> on Instagram, Miss <laughs> Carter a And go check out our Manifesting Drama Podcast, Instagram, and search us out YouTube. on YouTube.
0: Yay! <laughs> on
1: we have one
0: and a eight. eighth video half. not even an eighth not even a half, <laughs> half of a
1: half of a half <laughs> obviously if you're watching us on YouTube and you want to check out some of our other content that we've on you can find us on any um, podcasting audio streaming we have Spotify we're on Stitcher even though Stitcher's not even a thing anymore we're on Amazon Music we're on Google Music we are on fucking Apple Podcast fucking iHeartRadio
0: Wow, we're fucking everywhere. No wonder I'm so
1: tired. I mean, we we're, this hobby running around. So
0: where, where can we find you on in social media? I am Mary Mother 420 on TikTok, and also OG Mary Mother 420 on TikTok. I am Mean Mommy Life on YouTube, and Mary Mother 420 on Instagram. And she's on Instagram more than she's on anything else. Yeah, on anything. It's just it's there. It's there.
1: I'm easy. Instagram. So I mean, I think we're like the opposite where we just take turns. Yeah. I'm on TikTok and I'm on Facebook more than I am on Instagram.
2: So